welcome to this episode of Saintly Witnesses, where I talk to the Catholic behind the account. Uh, today I'm speaking with Kendall, who's a Black Catholic. She serves with the Archdiocese of Indianapolis, Young Adult Black Catholic Ministry. Um, she's going to come on to talk about her faith journey uh, into the Catholic Church and also highlight um, the exciting world of manga and anime. Um, so definitely, I'm rusty on my anime game. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure she's going to come and give some good knowledge. So thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. For sure, for sure. And so um, how I ended up finding Kendall was through Instagram. And I'm, I see it. we follow each other on Instagram and I'm always uh, fascinated by other Black Catholics and the work that they do. And I know I saw a video, I think close to the end of 2020 where her and her uh, best friend made a video that was um, sort of like a, a year-end closeout video-ish sort of thing. And I thought that was very insightful. Uh, so I thought I'd want to get her on and get her faith journey. Um, so let's get started with the conversation. Um, you are a convert to the Catholic Church. So talk a little bit about your um, conversion to the church. Like, how was it? I mean, talk about your faith journey. Like, how was it growing up, middle right. life, and led you to now? Um, well, I did not obviously grow up in the, the Catholic church. My mother and grandmother raised me and my sister as Jehovah's Witnesses, actually. And, but my, my grandmother was really strong in the faith, but my mother really wasn't. So we weren't really like dragged to uh, what they call the kingdom hall. They don't call it churches, they call it the kingdom hall but we weren't uh, forced to really go, but we went occasionally and we were exposed to it a little bit, nothing, nothing major. Um, so uh, they do identify as Christians. So I grew up with a Christian base. Um, and in my teenage years, I knew I wanted to find like a church or like some sort of denomination I wanted to belong to, but it really didn't occur until like two years two years ago. Um, and that was mainly because when I met my husband or boyfriend at the time, he's Catholic and I would really pick on him about it, which makes me feel really bad <laughs> because I didn't know much about it. I feel like I was like most people who were, didn't know much about the Catholic church. And I would just make little snide little remarks about it, just be funny. But uh, when he proposed to me, he said the only thing that he ever wanted to do was get married in the Catholic church within mass. And at the church that almost everyone in his family got married at, his mother went to school, it was important to him. And obviously I had, you know, I just, I, I wanted to give that to him. Um, and at the time I, we also realized that I did not have to be Catholic to get married in the church with him only he really had to be catholic so at first i wasn't going to convert because there was really no need um but around the fall rcia at my parish was coming up and i was like well i've been searching for a church a, a denomination a christian denomination to get into so let me just see i'm just gonna see and he he, he was always supportive he was like you really don't have to but I wanted to at least see for, for him. And I would say the first class 
I was I was in the very first class. Well, that's good. Um, um, yeah. It, sound, it sounds like you, I mean, coming from a Jehovah's Witness background, it's like totally different. Yes, would say, 100%. Right? And it's it, totally different growing up in Jehovah's Witness. And just the first class, just really something just just told me that this was this was the true faith. This was it. And I have been I don't know. I guess my faith has been on fire ever since. It's just it's it's what I've been searching for and waiting for. It's not an exciting journey, I guess. Um, just you know, I was going through the motions as a teenager and a young adult wasn't practicing anything but as soon as I found the Catholic Church uh I knew this was where I was supposed to be that's good you said your faith is on fire that's fun that's a that's a good good thing to say um so you you are convert to the Catholic Church um so what what would you say to anybody who is discerning the Catholic Church like you did or who's thinking about becoming Catholic like what's some advice that you would give that person um I would say outside of the RCIA classes to really dive in on your own. Um, I know probably each parish probably does theirs a little differently, but with mine, we went like once or twice a week for an hour. And every time I got home, I would open up any reading materials that we got and I would uh, really dive in on my on my own time instead of just waiting for the classes. So I would I would say, do your own research outside of the classes. I would also say that when we're all baptized during the Easter vigil, we're on that high, it's beautiful, candles, you've been waiting for this moment. And then after that, I know I was like, okay, so. What happened next? That, <laughs> right, what happens next? Like, this has been great. Like, we, in this cultivation and we're, we're here and it's Easter and I was like, okay, what happens next? And I really would uh, advise people to continue to dig into that. Um, I, I really don't remember what that phrase is called. I think it's called Mr. Goji, if I'm correct. Hmm. But I'll have to look it up. But it's, it's there's like four or five phases of going through RCIA. And there's a last phase after you get baptized, where it's this period where you, um, you're supposed to dig deeper into the sacraments, into the Catholic faith. And I think people don't really know about it or maybe aren't taught about it. But I really suggest that they, they do that. To keep, at least keep, I won't say just to keep the high going, but um, just to further um, just dig into the knowledge of the church. That's a good suggestion. I think when I, or I did buy a book from the bookstore that was like, you're confirmed, now what? And so I was just confused. Yeah. <laughs> but I ended up finding my way. But yeah, I was yeah. just wondering what was going to happen next. Um, so yeah, that was good. Good, good faith journey um, and good advice Thank too. You. Um, so my, let's move to the next topic. Uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, you know, you're a big fan of, of manga and anime. And um, mm-hmm. I can remember growing up and watching a lot of anime and manga. And it's, I've lost track over the years. I need to get back on it for sure. Um, <laughs> so what, what hap- how did you get involved with, with this type of entertainment? At, with that culture? Um, so growing up, I think my first anime, and maybe all of ours, was pokemon <laughs> and, and the obsession with that yeah pokemon was, was good <laughs> it was really good um and you know Yu-Gi-Oh and, and digimon had nothing on pokemon but we're not going to debate that but it was pokemon and then <laughs> and then after, if you like it i'm sorry but none of them touched pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh then, was really good 
Yu-Gi-Oh was really good. I'm not knocking Yu-Gi-Oh. If we had a tier, it would be Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and Digimon. Maybe Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh are fighting for that first spot just a little bit, but Okay, I'm gonna let that slide. <laughs> and but then to to really dig me into it or really bring me into liking the Japanese culture and anime was Dragon Ball Z. And that is just Right, right. I, I think it speaks for itself. <laughs> it's just I was uh, really into Dragon Ball Z, especially uh, the saga with Cell and when Gohan the super, with the androids. If anyone says it's, that's not the best villain saga, then I <laughs> we can't be friends because it's the best villain saga. Period. It just is. Oh yeah, that is a good. It is a good saga. I think. Um, I mean, I like Dragon Ball Z. I like the 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 run. I think the mm-hmm. the Android saga was really good. Cell saga was really good, and also yeah. the um, dynamic with Frieza saga was really good. They had oh, a lot actually, of good. They had a lot of good saga they runs. They did. They they did. Um, and I I agree. Yeah, I actually forgot about Frieza. Actually, I forgot about Frieza because when Trunks came back from the future and demolished him, it was like, why are we even talking about Frieza anymore? Because at that point, he was like, everybody's gone Super Saiyan two. But yes, when Frieza was first introduced, definitely a, a contender villain. But Dragon Ball Z brought it home for me. And then when I got a little older, I want to say maybe 16, I discovered um, Cartoon Network. And then late at night, they would show anime. And one of my biggest ones was Cowboy Bebop. And that will forever be the goat for me, Cowboy Bebop. But, <laughs> and I don't know what it is about it. I haven't seen it in years, but it just hits everything, just action and, and romance and comedy and it's and the music. It's it's the perfect anime for me. Oh, I definitely need to. Uh, I've always heard of that since I was like a teenager on Cartoon mm-hmm. Network. I never paid attention to it, but uh, something I need to in- research, research for sure. Um, and it's short. I don't know. I don't like long uh, anime. That's why I could really never get into Naruto, but it's only 26 episodes. So, get oh, okay. I sound. I like that. I, that's my type of show. <laughs> Super short. <laughs> um. So you you already highlighted a few of your favorite shows. Um. So what are some like? Do you have any other like favorite shows or series? And like, what makes them like so appealing to you? Another one I would suggest, and this one's really weird, but it's abbreviated FLCL, but some people call it Fruity Curdy. And it's six episodes, and I don't know. It's it's pretty insane. I can't even describe it to you, honestly. I, well, that's how insane it is. Yeah, it's only six <laughs> episodes. <laughs> um, but some of my favorite um, animes would be anything that's, and probably because this is just the hopeless romantic in me, anything that's just real romance-based um, or or school-based dramas but those are probably the best ones okay okay i know when i was like a teenager in high school my cousin who was a big anime fanatic he watched he 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 showed me the show um called uh gans you ever seen heard of gans yeah that's a good one (laughs) it's 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 um it's yeah it's not 
you know, for children, obviously, <laughs> but it's a really good, it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's weird. It's, it's crazy, but not my, my top pick. Okay. Um, so my next question, uh, I had somebody, I think it was Thomas Salerno. He came on one time and he, t- and he spoke about, um, I mean, you don't know Thomas, obviously, okay. <laughs> but he came on and spoke about like uh, fantasy and like sci-fi and like mm-hmm. how Catholicism is like rooted all in like Star Trek and Lord of the Rings and stuff. So yeah, I'm wondering like right. how is um, like any Catholic teachings or any like things from the Catholic faith that you notice in um, your f- favorite anime or like uh, manga series? Right. Um, I haven't really thought about it until now, but I would say probably in Cowboy Bebop. Um, first of all, there's a lot of Catholic imagery in Cowboy Bebop that I really didn't think about until recently. Um, there's lots of uh, scenes going on in presumably Catholic churches. Um, there's a lot of instances where there are doves as well. And then I think as far as uh, teachings on faith and morality, the, the main character's name is Spike Spiegel. And he used to be in this, this group, this syndicate that did bad things. And I think just through um, doing good in the world and being like a, a bounty hunter now, he's trying to find a way to be better or to undo the bad things that he did. And I feel like that maybe speaks a little bit uh, to that. Um, I feel like nobody is beyond redemption or forgiveness. Um, and that I feel like that really shows in Cowboy Bebop for me. Uh, <clears throat> out of curiosity, have you ever watched um, the film Akita? I have. Oh, do you I like it, it. Akita? <laughs> it's it's another weird one. I I do like it. I think it's it's good aesthetically. Um, I I have not seen it. I want to say since I was like like a preteen. And I probably shouldn't have been watching it as a preteen, but uh, I have not seen it in a really long time. But I enjoyed it. Oh, it's one of those movies. I always tell people I, I've seen the movie. I own the movie, but I've seen it like five mm-hmm. times. But it's it's so confusing. It Maybe is. the next time I watch it, I'll understand it. But it's it's weird. yeah. I'll have to. You definitely have to sit down and and no distractions on that movie whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so my last question, I always like to round it off with like this fun question on. Who is your uh, favorite saint or some saints that you've been influenced by and like what some lessons that they they gave you? Um I you I should know this you were of... you got a confirmation saint. <laughs> oh yeah. I do have a confirmation saint. However, when I was given these books of like saints to pick through, um I I didn't really know much about the saints, so I just picked something that sounded good and 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 to be and I was just talking to my sponsor the other day I was like do you still have those books because I really can't remember why I chose this saint so please don't judge me but I have been digging into the saints a lot more lately and some uh some saints that I've recently dug into were saints perpetual and felicity and um a too powerful really women. Not, very and there's not a lot known about really anything surrounding their lives except like the last few days really leading up into their 
public execution. But very powerful women. Uh, I think it was Perpetua that just had a child that was still nursing and Felicity was um, imprisoned while pregnant. And um, I just, I can't imagine in this day and age, and it's hard to imagine sometimes that one would, um, and this is crazy and we all should, that somebody would stand so strongly in their faith knowing that they're about to be executed, especially a new mother or somebody that was pregnant that just gave birth. I think it was two days, Felicity gave birth two days before uh, she was executed. And just to be um, that in love with Christ and with your faith and just to not deny it in like the face of death is uh, extremely admirable. And I know that's the story behind a lot of saints, but um, I feel like I can maybe more closely identify with them because I just had a baby myself not too long ago, but I admire them both. Yeah, an interesting thing about um, their martyrdom is that I think I read at one point in time that their martyrdom, because they have an account written and it's super short and everybody should read that. It's like really digestible. And they were saying that in the early church, like in the first couple of centuries, like up to the first like 500 years, people were venerating um, their martyrdom account as like sacred scripture. So uh, it's interesting. Interesting from uh, Saints Felicity and Perpetual that like they had that sort of like cult not mm-hmm. in a bad way, but just like in a right. good, good way. That following, yeah. Yeah, so that's definitely good. Two two good figures uh, of the early church. Um, so that's all for the conversation. I really appreciated you coming on and touching touching on, you know, talking about your faith journey from um, Jehovah's Witness and giving some wisdom about the Catholic Church and even highlighting some of your, um, you know, favorite entertainment with anime and manga, so. Definitely thank you for coming on and sharing this information. I appreciate it. I had fun being, I haven't talked about anime in a while or don't really get a chance to share my faith journey often. So hopefully, uh, hopefully help some people with the advice that I gave, but thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And make sure you guys pray for Kendall and the work that they do uh, while she serves in the Archdiocese of Indianapolis uh, for the Black Catholic Ministry. Um, always good work that people do locally to help promote like vocations and meet people where they are um, with different needs. So pray for her work that she does there too. Um, you can tune in to the next episode of Saintly Witnesses. Uh, and that's it. Mm-hmm.